Welcome, Savvy Investor, to Skyline Views. Welcome to another episode of Skyline Views. I'm Chris Mills. My guest today is Travis Smith, TribeVest CEO. We're talking about the importance of a team. Travis started TribeVest after a terrible experience trying to get into real estate investment with his brothers. As a result, he harnessed his experience in fintech from Jack Henry and financial leadership to help others avoid the same pain. Travis is leading TribeVest to solve the financial collaboration problem and evolve as his customers' needs do. Travis, welcome. Good to have you. Chris, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We'll start with uh, a little bit of your background. Tell us uh, what drew you to real estate investing in the first place. Yeah, probably like a lot of your your listeners, uh, I always knew uh, real estate was you know the, probably the best vehicle in terms of building wealth. Uh, you know, you, you you look at the model, the wealthy, and they're they're investing heavily into real estate. It's a big part of their portfolio. And um, you know, about ten years ago, I was I was you know hot into my career, making good money and uh, putting away money uh, into, you know, my 401k, but always just kind of wanted to, uh, I knew there there had to be more, there had to be more. And we always saw real estate as a way to hack wealth without having to give up our day jobs. And uh, so we wanted to keep doing the things we were supposed to be doing uh, while uh, being able to explore and get into real estate we, we didn't grow up in real estate. Uh, no one ever trained us in real estate. Um, but I was fortunate to have three brothers that were very much in the same position as me. And um, so we figured what's the best way to learn but to, to learn together. And so uh, we, we finally figured out that uh, together, even though we didn't have enough capital on our own, that together we could pull that capital. We could even do it in a monthly manageable way and, uh, and then put ourselves in a position to, uh, to do our first deal, if you will. And that first deal turned into two, turned into three. And really um, by forming and funding uh, an investor group uh, really enabled me to make real estate a big and you know, important part of, of uh, my life and, uh, and, and uh, financial freedom, really. Yeah, sounds great, sounds great. Um, can you talk about the math and the philosophy behind the benefits of pooling capital? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, since the beginning of civilization, we've been uh, thriving or you know, surviving and thriving as, as tribes. Uh, but in the modern world, um, you know, building wealth is, is we're very much on our own, right? We're very alone and um, and so uh, the, the principles apply though, uh, you know, what is the benefits of a team? And uh, that's coming together and pulling your resources. Of course, when it comes to investing, capital is a big important resource. So being able to pull that capital uh, is key. And then you're also spreading the risk. So it's not just me going into one big deal, uh, but it's, you know, me uh, with, a number of my tribe mates going in to make a deal. And then of course that collective decision-making, right? That the collectiveness of, of multiple people looking at the same deal from different perspectives. 
and feeling really confident about um, you know making a transaction was was certainly key to us. So all the things that kind of apply in in the in the rest of the world applies uh, in terms of investing together too. We're just better together. You know, you can do more together. It's about leverage. It's about leverage. Yeah, very good. Um, how does risk work in these situations when you've uh, you've all come together, probably formed an entity, right? Like, how are you? Um, does does it change the risk aspects of the investing? It absolutely does. I mean, that collective decision making is so reassuring. Like, you know, making sure that you can sleep at night and you know these deals don't stress you out they should be fun you know wealth building should be fun that's part of the reason why we think it's a team team sport a multiplayer sport but um you know so that decision making cuts down on the risk and then you think about it you know a lot of our clients as individuals you know they're investing in certain funds that have you know fifty fifty thousand dollar limits $100,000 limits, $250,000 limits, and uh, minimums, minimums. And, um, you know, on their own, maybe they invest in one or two of those a year. Um, but if you only invest in one or two a year, you're probably saying no to another three, four, or five that you like. And so by coming together with your tribe, you can really spread out your investment and, and participate in more deals, more good deals, and therefore increase your chances of, of getting in the ones that are, uh, you know, the best ones. So instead of picking and choosing. So that's a big part of, you know, how you, you spread your risk with a, with a tribe. That's cool. So you've been doing this for a little while now. Uh, what does the average tribe look like from what you've seen? Average tribe is five members. Uh, you know, people ask me, you know, what's the ideal tribe? And it's about that. You know, it's some of the same rules for having a dinner party, Chris, are the same rules for uh, having the tribe. You know, if you, if you have a dinner party with more than six or seven, you know, not everybody can participate in that conversation at a dinner at a dinner table. So, um, and for, for similar reasons, uh, you know, anywhere from three to seven is really a good number. Our average is five. On average, um, our tribes are pulling together. Each member is coming to the table with $20,000. So if you add that up, it's about $100,000 that they're, they're pulling together for. Uh, but they have this in common. It's, it's just as much about the tribe as it is about the deal. In fact, let me check that. It's more about the tribe than it is the deal. And this idea of learning and growing together is, is essential for our customers. And uh, TribeVest is that, is that platform that protects those relationships and not just protects them, but enhances them so that you can grow together and that not just return on investment grow together, but you know, this, again, this, is a, this should be a fun, exciting thing that you wanna do with people you know, like, and trust. And being a third-party platform really helps on that in that area. So, answer your question. Average is about five. They're initially agreeing to about a hundred thousand, pulling together about a hundred thousand dollars, and a hundred thousand dollars. And um, and the the purpose it usually isn't just one deal. 
it's, you know, hey, how do we keep doing this again and again? Gotcha. So let's talk compatibility as well. So I've already got uh, my group of friends normally, you know, through life. And we're all relatively like-minded. So we're all investing and, and interested in growing our, our wealth. Um, how do we know if it would be a good idea to form a tribe or not? Um, is, there, is there any types of people who don't work well? Do some work better than others? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, it, it's just like any team, right? Uh, you can't have, you know, everybody that needs the ball uh, 100% of the time, right? Or most of the time. Um, so there, there is this dynamic of, you know, what makes a good team and, and is your tribe a good candidate? You know, is everybody a good candidate to form a tribe? I think instinctually, most of us know, you know, and, and these are people that you do need to know, like, and trust and want to do more cool things with. So that's kind of the initial qualifier. Um, but then it is important to kind of get down to the details, right? And, and give people the opportunity to bow out with dignity, right? Um, you know, a lot of times friends, we get caught up in things and although we're, we have the same mentality and everything else, a real important factor in all this is timing and situation, right? And I think about throughout my life, there's certain times I've been in certain situations where tribe investing wasn't a good thing for me at that time. So how do you explore this with a tribe and make sure you give people this opportunity to bow out with dignity and try best, um, you know, helps with that. Like the, the founder, as we call them, the initiator, uh, they come in, they create a business charter or a, business, a plan, if you will. And uh, they, we help them think through, you know, what's your goals as the tribe? Is it, you know, to learn and grow together? Or is it just to get a deal done or is it both? Mm -hmm. And uh, how many members are ideal? Um, how much would the initial contribution, you know, need to be um, and, and by when and kind of setting up this, you know, what, what are we joining, putting an idea on paper, right, putting mm -hmm. the idea on paper, and then be able to easily share that idea and plan or business charter with your tribe and getting feedback. Um, and, and, you know, you kind of quickly understand like, are these, are these people interested? Is this good timing for them? Maybe, maybe not. But, um, but anyway, at least we create this conversation for you, or it's a tool to help you create a conversation. You know, and then one thing to make really important and clear here, Chris, is our, our product is not, our platform isn't meant that you, you go into the app and you just, that's where you operate, right? Mm -hmm. our, our platform is kind of the opposite. All of our technology is designed to help you interact off of our platform. So giving you the tools to all get on the same page, look at the same page, uh, knowing that those conversations are happening off of, our, off of our app. You're texting, you're having phone calls, you're doing a Zoom, you're getting together for a beer, whatever it is, all those interactions of actually agreeing and qualifying are happening off of our platform. And then when you do finally agree, having a place to make a record of it, right? Coming in, filing your LLC, agreeing, uh, voting on your operating agreement. What are the rules here? And, you know, uh, and then having a place where you can open up a business bank account, you can set up your automatic ACH and capital contributions, all real important steps to uh, being able to execute as a tribe. Uh, 
So anyway, but it all starts with how do you qualify, you know, your tribe members, and and we give you some tools to do that. But in the end, of the, at the end of the day, you need to have conversations with those people and and see if they're in a similar situation and a similar mindset. Those are the two big things. Gotcha. Yeah, both very good things too. Um, what kind of investments do you think work best best with tribe investing? Um, obviously, you know, this is a real estate podcast, but there's active investments as well as passive investments. You mentioned funds before. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, investments out there. What have you seen that uh, actually works, be works best? Yeah, real generally, we say anything that you wouldn't or couldn't on your own. Uh, Tribe Investing is a great app, but it, it's... Um, you know, real estate certainly is about 80, 85% of all of our tribes are doing real estate. Uh, I'd say probably about 70% of them are doing active uh, investments, meaning they're going out investing in single family, uh, short-term rentals. Uh, vacation homes are a really big market for us, both short-term rental vacations and uh, for just the legacy of a family uh, to come together and use together. Uh, so those, those are kind of the single family uh, active investor uh, type uh, opportunities. And then, you know, a big, a big amount are out there looking for passive opportunities, you know, different funds and syndications. And I, I kind of detailed earlier about that, that scenario is, you know, on my own, maybe I can do two or three a year, uh, but together maybe we can do five or six. And so that's also a, a really uh, popular um, uh, investment type, if you will, that passive investor. And you think about what, like, what are you investing in with your tribe? Like you're investing in your tribe, you're investing in mm -hmm. your tribe business. It's literally a, an LLC entity uh, that then makes a decision together actively. Uh, you know, together to make a decision on investing in something, whether it's a, 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 a you know, single family that you'll be managing on your own or flipping on your own, or, uh, you know, getting in, in somebody else's deal as a passive investor. Very cool. Um, how much of your overall portfolio um, is usually, I guess, do you have advice on that? Or maybe what have you seen um, as far as, you know, do people kind of put all their eggs in one basket? Is it maybe only 10% of their overall holdings? Like, what have you seen uh, and what would you recommend? Yeah, um, it's funny. I, you know, I actually come from a financial advisor background uh, out of college. I was uh, trained in, by Morgan Stanley in New York City. And, uh, you know, so, you know, definitely, I, I always feel like, um, you want to make sure you're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing first. Um, and, you know, investing in your 401k, uh, working with your financial advisor uh, to, you know, set up what would, what I'd call maybe a traditional retirement strategy. Um, but as you can probably tell, I'm pretty biased. Um, uh, you know, a lot of our, customers are all in on real estate and I'm not advising them not to be, um, you know, they are, um, they see it as a wonderful vehicle, right? And as you, you know, Chris, it's 
you know, you can leverage it. Uh, there's incredible tax uh, uh, savings and, um, you know, you can turn it into cash flow. It appreciates. It's a very forgiving asset class. And at the same time, it's, it's the easiest, most familiar way to truly build wealth. And, um, and so, you know, I think it depends what your, what, what the goal is of the client that I would give them the advice on. Uh, if they really want to start building generational wealth and uh, be able to leverage their investments, I think real estate is the way to go. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think there's uh, definitely, I think what's happening, what we're seeing out there is Tribest is an enabler. It makes real estate accessible, um, you know, for many folks, even my brothers and I, 10 years ago, we had great jobs. Uh, we were making great money, uh, but we didn't have those lump sums of capital. So for people like my brothers and I, real estate was really hard to get into. Even the funds that were out there, you know, to get into a good one, you started at 25000 or 50000 So, um, you know, TriBest is a wonderful way for to make real estate accessible and wealth, we think wealth investments accessible to the rest of us. Gotcha. When do you know uh, it's time to dissolve your tribe? Yeah, great question. You know, the best um, the best way to um, you know to manage that first of all is setting expectations up front. So, like that, one of the huge proponents of a successful tribe, and you know, in our in our application, is we help you agree and set expectations up front, agree on the rules up front. And the reason why we do that is because if you don't, if you don't talk about the what ifs and the then what's, because they will happen. Um, if you don't, if you don't have that figured out beforehand, it becomes emotional. So we always um, have our tribes make sure that they've, they've aligned on those expectations and gotten the rules in the operating agreement. And so a lot of them have, are very clear, hey, after this deal, you know, in reasonable amount of time, we're gonna dissolve and maybe we'll do it all over again, but it's very deal driven. Others that have more of this fund mentality, right? Of like, let's keep pulling capital together and keep investing in things. Uh, we tell them to have, uh, you know, probably anywhere from three to five years in which you're making a commitment, right? So it's not this, we're doing this forever. And then when something comes up, you know, we got to figure out how to dissolve it. Let's set a, let's set a timeline for three to five years. We aren't saying we're going to dissolve in three to five years, but we're saying we're going to have an executive meeting where this is a very safe place to get out if you need to, um, or, um, or let's all agree to keep going and, and do another three to four years. But you always want to have a time horizon where people can make commitments so you can count on that capital coming in over that time. Uh, so the right time to dissolve, uh, you know, is, is when, um, when timing is, is agreed upon. And so that could be right after the first deal, or it could be a certain time-bound schedule in which you're discussing 
should we dissolve and, and or keep going? What are the uh, what are the tangibles of that? Like the logistics, what does it look like uh, when a tribe dissolves? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, again, things that are agreed upon in the operating agreement, you know, all those what ifs and wins, um, you know, are detailed and up, you know, up to our clients in terms of what they decide on there. But there are a lot of best practices out there and templates on how to do that. Um, so it really depends on the business. But the key there is that you're not trying to figure this out on the fly. You're not trying to figure this out when it is time to dissolve. It's we, we're going to dissolve or we have to dissolve. How do we do it? And the answer to that needs to be, let's look at our operating agreement. And, uh, and then there it says, you know, how we're going to do this. Uh, but, you know, usually there's, you know, certain uh, time windows uh, of different, different things to happen when you're going to, you know, need to sell an asset. Is that realistic depending on the asset that you have? Um, you know, and then how are you going to handle distribution? Uh, usually most of our, our, uh, our tribes are, are, are reinvesting their profits and everything into the business for a future investment. They keep, you know, rolling it in. Others are doing cash flow. So as cash flow comes in, it's being distributed to their partners based on um, pro rata, uh, you know, in, you know, what ownership of the business you have is usually directly related to how much capital you put into the business. Uh, so anyway, I hope that helps answer those questions, but you're, you're really hitting on a very important thing, you know, have the end in mind. And this is something you want to talk through and have me feel very comfortable about before you formalize things. Yeah, very good. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up Travis. Um, how can uh, people get a hold of you or learn more about TribeVest? You know, with um, you know, one of the great ways to get a hold of me is uh, simply email me. It's uh, Travis at TribeVest.com. Uh, anybody of this, uh, you know, Chris's audience would love to uh, talk to personally and um, and connect you with my team and even give you a demo of the product. So email me at travis.tribevest.com. Of course, you can learn more at Travis or at uh, tribevest.com. And uh, that's a great place for them to go. We also have a, a group on Facebook uh, and uh, they can check us out there too. But the website, tribevest.com or, or email me directly at travis at tribevest.com. All right. Thanks again, Travis. A lot of good advice and tips in here. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Chris. Glad to be on the show and uh, we'll be talking soon. You will. Thanks, Travis. Thank you for listening to another episode of Skyline Views with Chris Mills. We hope you found this valuable and useful. Feel free to share it with friends or family that could benefit as well. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. We really appreciate it. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us through thehaneycompany.com. See you next time.
The information provided in this episode is not intended as specific tax or legal advice and may not be relied upon for purposes of avoiding any federal tax penalties. Skyline views the Haney Company, their employees and representatives are not authorized to give tax or legal advice. Individuals are advised to seek advice from their own tax or legal counsel. Individuals involved in the estate planning process should work with an estate planning team, including their own personal legal or tax counsel. The information provided here does not constitute personal financial advice, but is meant for the conveyance of information for educational purposes only. All investing involves risk, including the risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Guarantees are backed by the claims-paying ability of the insurer. Christopher Mills is a registered representative of Coastal Equities Incorporated and an investment advisor representative of Coastal Investment Advisors Incorporated. Neither Coastal Equities Incorporated nor Coastal Investment Advisors Incorporated is affiliated with Skyline Views or the Haney Company. Advisory services are offered through Coastal Investment Advisors Incorporated, a U.S. SEC registered investment advisor, and securities are offered through Coastal Equities Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC, 1201 North Orange Street, Suite 729, Wilmington, Delaware, 19801.